Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast this week of November 22nd, 2021, Season 3, Episode 46. Uh, We got lots of people here inside the Garage Studios. Chris here, of course, as your host. Charles and company, what's up, guys? Hey-o! And, of course, we got Metal Morris back this week. What's up, man? What's happening? Lots of things this week to get to, guys. Let's talk about it. Uh, Here's some uh, big headlines this week. Welcome to Rockville announcing their headliners for 2022. Four big headliners. We'll uh, reveal who those are. Tom Morello announcing a new solo album coming out next month. Allison Chains' Jerry Cantrell announces a huge solo tour with a live Q&A that he's doing. Epiphone releasing a new Billy Joe Armstrong custom Les Paul Jr. guitar. Lamb of God's Randy Blythe weighs in on the Astroworld tragedy and what artists and fans can do to help with similar live music situations with large crowds in the future. Plus, this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up, rocknewsweekly.com, as always. And now we have subscriptions through Anchor FM. For $3.99 a month, you get access to exclusive interviews with bands, musicians, festival coverage, giveaways. And we just recorded a new commercial uh, that's going to be, uh, we were t- we've we been talking about Corn Camp. Corn Camp's a big, camp. big thing here on the Rock News Weekly podcast as of late. And man, you guys are going to be blown away by the new commercial we just uh, put together for Corn Camp. And it's going to be exclusively on the uh, commercial episode that I'm going to upload that's going to have, it'll be about 45 minutes maybe of all of our commercials <laughs> in one episode. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be exclusive for members. You guys can listen to it. Uh, at your leisure, however many times you want, and we'll always update it with the latest commercials that we have on there. So check that out. Uh, Anchor.fm rock slash rock news weekly slash subscribe. We we might have to do that. Well, just spend a whole drive just listening to all the commercials back to back. Oh, yeah, it'll be like interdimensional yeah. cable. You know, Lalo doesn't know this, Chris. What's up? But I'm actually sending him to Corn Camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be really? attending. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, he can't wait. Prepare to be That's going to be awesome. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys have to listen to the commercial for Corn Camp to find out what we're talking about. Uh, all right, some new releases that came out this past week of November 19th. We had new albums out from Adele, Clams Casino, Converge, Deep okay. Valley, Elbow, Holy Other, Jessica Moss, Jesse Lanza, Robert Plant, and Allison Krauss had their album come out. Oh, uh, yeah. Simon and the Island, Smile, Sting has a new one, mm. as well as The Darkness. And then this week, not too many albums coming out because it's a holiday week. Uh, there's actually only three albums of bands that I've never heard of. Cynic, Fonds of Love, and Julie Dorian or something. Okay. But uh, not too many albums coming out during the holiday week and for the rest of the year, for that matter. Uh, there, there won't be too many major releases. I saw one up there called by a band named Elbow. Elbow, yes. And then the, the name of the album is something about Flying Dream. Flying Dream I'll, 1. I wonder if that's like a wrestling reference. <laughs> Like a flying elbow? Flying elbow. Type of a thing? I don't think so. It's no. probably more of like a LSD type of thing, I would I would guess. But so cool. Who knows? Who knows? So cool. Uh, all right. This week's edition of What Touring uh, Musician Has Contracted COVID-19? No one! Again! What? Oh, for nice. the, uh, okay. like, I don't know, third straight yeah. week in a row. So let's keep it up, yeah. everybody. That's, That's great. Good How about we all don't die? Um, nice all right. going. 
Tour news. Look at this big announcement. Welcome to Rockville. Uh, this is going to be happening in Daytona Beach, Florida, May 19th through the 22nd of next year. Uh, Kiss, Corn, Guns N' Roses, and Foo Fighters. Oh, cool. So these are just the headliners. These that's are not a pretty solid lineup. Yeah, I that's pretty say. awesome. Right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that cover covers all the bases, all the generations, mm -hmm. almost. They're you know? also going to have a rendition, little side edition of Corn Camp off to the side. That's there. right. Well, right. this will be right oh, around yeah. Corn Camp's, Corn Camp. uh, you know, their own festival. That's true. Corn Camp, and yeah. then they're going to be doing Welcome to Rockville. So. Oh, that's great. And I can't. I've heard that there are some pretty awesome uh, courses. Um, some four-hour long, some two-hour long. Some pretty some intense stuff, long. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty And incredible. all the cream corn you can eat. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The entire time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the only food they serve. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. I know. I mean, think of that, though. You, man, you would have the shits all week long. I mean, <laughs> Lalo, look out for that, man. We would oh, yeah. smuggle you in some kids, like like in that in that movie with Ben Stiller with the with the hefty kids. Oh, heavyweights. 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 Yes, yes. That's, I love that movie. So this this show right here, A Kiss, Corn, Guns N' Roses, and then who's that at the end there? Foo Fighters. Oh, the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I heard about this um, this this in this one show. Actually, Machine Gun Kelly is going to be there, but he's just going to be in a cage for people to sit on <laughs> as they walk into the they'll show. They'll be handed one tomato and they'll be like, save it for 4.15 p.m. <laughs> at the cage stage. Uh, in the cage. <laughs> it's an old, uh, like an old lady, like straight out of Princess Bride that just goes, Bow! <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. I, I was looking at this. They have uh, a band for almost every era, 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s, and 2000s. That's great. Uh, so that's kind of it's pretty good. Very so, cool. There like you go. That. Yeah. Uh, and that's a good indicator of who's going to be touring next year uh, nationally. So uh, always good to see these early lineups come out. Uh, Jerry Cantrell, Valis and Chains, going to be doing an evening with Jerry Cantrell. Oh, cool. Which is kind of cool. He's going to have, actually, comedian actor Jeff Garland as the host. Okay. Uh, if you know him from Curb Your Enthusiasm and some other shows, he's a pretty funny it's guy. It's probably going to be a great show. I mean, just from what I know from Alice in Chains, is Jerry Cantrell's kind of always been the heart of the, that band, so you're pretty much going to be getting more or less kind of a... A stripped down Alice in Chains. Yep. If you go That's to that awesome. show, probably. Yep. It's going to be good. That's um, awesome. Uh, Jerry Cantrell's uh, an amazing musician, amazing voice, amazing guitar talent, and he's got a brand new solo album. It's his first one in almost 20 years, uh, and it's going to be coming out. Uh, shit. When's the album going to be coming out? Dis no, the stream's happening Ooh. on December 1st. Uh, but I, uh, I'm missing. Yeah, it doesn't show. It that. doesn't say where the album, uh, when the album is actually being released. But the the tour next year starts in March. Oh, look at that! And then he goes all over the Whoa. U.S. and in Canada a little oh, bit. I think Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. That's a yeah. cool little venue. I love May fourth in Sacramento here for us in California. Ace of Spades, uh, Jerry Cantrell solo tour next year. So uh, Lalo, Ace of Spades is where we saw Starset. Oh, yeah, that, that like nice that club. Little, yep, that's nice. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Small great venue, yet, right? Yep. Really cool. Um, all right, check this out. Tom DeLonge revealed on a new interview with James Corden that Blink-182 is definitely interested in a reunion. Now that Mark Hoppus is healthy again, uh, DeLonge says, quote, their main priority is getting Mark Hoppus healthy again, referring to his recent battle with cancer, saying, quote, 
He's healing. He's had a long journey of getting his strength back, but I think miraculously to have all cancer gone from him, he was stage four, and then it wasn't just remission. It was complete remission. I love that. Mark Hoppus recently announced that he is cancer-free. I love that. And uh, so now that... Amazing. Getting that's so great. That stuff behind him, now they can focus on, you know, getting back on the stage, and I think that would probably be one of the biggest tours of a while, you know, especially after... You know, fans uh, are are very excited to hear that he pulled through, and then not only uh, an original Blink One Eight Two lineup. I think that would be that would yeah. be pretty good. So. They could them along with like a Green Day could probably pull off oh, a stadium yeah. tour easily. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, big time. I'm not a huge fan of Blink One Eight Two, but I can tell you, I am a huge fan of Surviving Cancer. So, so right? uh, yep. yeah, I think we clap. Get a round of applause. We, we give props every time. And um, I I bet there's a couple yep. couple of Blink One Eight Two songs that are. That are kind of nostalgic for you. That kind of bring on nostalgia. It's not. It's not just a song I, anymore. I actually can't mm-hmm. think of any. I can't think of any songs. I can't. I actually can't think of any song. We they went to aftershock and yeah. We, I think we went to go like jump in the pool. We bailed on them. Blink one eighty two. Yeah. yeah. At aftershock. Yeah, I think they were. At they aftershock were. one year. That was when we uh, we left oh, okay. to go to old sack. We went to yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that wasn't the original lineup, though. That was with Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio on oh, the bass. Yeah. And so that's the thing. If it was the original guys like that, that would be something I think worth seeing, you know, that yeah. original voices, chemistry, sound. Uh, nothing against Matt Skiba. He was, uh, he was a cool cool guy. All the <laughs> Oh, they sing that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. See? There okay. It is. Now yeah. Our, yeah, now it is. Nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Uh, speaking of solo albums, we were just talking about Jerry Cantrell's Tom Morello is going to be coming out with another Ooh. one. It's called The Atlas Underground Flood. He already did one called The Atlas Underground Fire, and this is kind of a follow-up to it. And it's got a bunch of artists on it that he collaborates, including Alex Lifeson from Rush. Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett from oh, Metallica. Wow. Ben Harper. Manchester Orchestra. Jim James from My Morning Jacket. Nathaniel Rateliff. Okay. Uh, some pretty interesting artists on wow. here. Wow. So it's going to be coming out on, um, well, he announced on Wednesday of uh, this past week, and it's coming out, I think, the first or second week of December. That's amazing. So, yeah, and there's a bunch of tracks on it. They just uh, released a new music video, and he was on The Tonight Show this past week with Jimmy Fallon to perform the debut of their hit single, Hold the Line. So, okay. guys want to check out that performance see all, what it's all about all of those songs <laughs> the, the one i'm the most excited about is number 12 What's warrior that? spirit oh rodrigo, rodrigo gabriella yeah. amazing guitar Could, players imagine those two and morello all together i mean i i that's I gonna can't be even amazing. wrap my head around that yeah that's <laughs> gonna be amazing look at that track too yeah. that's that one with kirk hammett's got alex lifeson on it as well whoa i have seen the way featuring alex lifeson kirk hammett and dr fresh nice so that's pretty dope. Definitely Some check that out. Velocity on that song, probably. Yeah, yep. big time, big time. So check this out. This kind of came out of left field, and I didn't know what to think of it really. Um, but apparently, Jonah Hill's a, a huge deadhead, and he's going to portray, uh, portray Grateful Dead lead singer Jerry Garcia in Martin Scorsese's new upcoming official band biopic. Uh, nice. The band is being written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski. Best known for American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. So it's the same writers there. Deadline reporting. Did you see that one? No. no. Uh, yeah, 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 it yeah. The People vs. O.J. No. Simpson. The one the that had one. Ross from Friends as uh, the Kardashian lawyer guy. Right, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, it was good. John Travolta was the main lawyer. Yeah. No way. Yeah. It was hilarious. Was it? Was it? it was pretty crazy. Oh, man. It's great. Yeah, it was it's actually great. pretty good. I remember watching that when it came out. 
Um, so anyway, the the Deads, Bob Weir, Phil Lesh, Mickey Hart, Bill Kreutzman, they're all on board. Okay. They're executive producing, along with their late bandmate's daughter, Trixie Garcia, Eric Eisner, and Bernie Cahill. They're all on board with oh, it. So. Nice. Oh, nice. You know, that was the first concert I ever I ever saw was Grateful Dead in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, 1995. Oh, that's I see awesome, Fred yeah. Durst. So, that was, that was uh, nuts. there you go. Jonah Hill going to be playing Jerry Garcia. Kind of crazy. That's cool to play like the, the uh, you know, somebody, an iconic figure from one of your favorite bands. That, yeah, that, it's that's a double-edged cool. sword. You're going to alienate a lot of people, diehard fans that are going to be like, oh my God, Jonah Hill's playing Jerry Garcia. It's so stupid. Yeah. But then maybe the casual fans will kind of, you'll get some crossover and people that maybe wouldn't have uh, watched it because of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool, I guess. Either way, we'll have to see. It's Martin Scorsese, so I'm sure it'll be pretty, uh, pretty done, done pretty well. Uh, and if it's got the band's blessing, it'll definitely be authentic. Oh, it's gonna be violent then. If it's um, it's if it's a Martin Scorsese, there's gonna be yeah, I was gonna say mafia hits and people's <laughs> noses getting broken and well, they, oh. yeah, there's some of that history with them, like in especially in New Orleans and some other places the dead went. But oh yeah, yeah, who knows? We'll we'll have to see. Uh, it was funny we were talking a little while ago about uh, why there's no physical copies of. Limp Biscuit's new album. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Wes Borland was saying that basically they're planning on doing something with NFTs for the new album. Jesus. He says, uh, "Quote, I want to make a piece of music consistent with my sketch. It was only for my my only rule for this work. I didn't want to show myself just as a guitar player, but as a person, I wanted to show my very soul in this work." On Limp Biscuit's tentative plans, he said, "We're going to do something next year as our new record Still Sucks is just uh. coming out. We're going to play together in 2022." Vinyl is so behind, it takes a long time for them. I think we're going to work on NFTs and do something really special for this record. So, huh? I don't know. So, they're not going to do a physical release. They're going to do a non-fungible token or whatever the, the term is for the NFTs that a lot of people... It's like a digital kind of ownership of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think well, about that? I mean, that? what do you own? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is I don't it, know. Is it, do you own Artwork like a portion or? of the... The album? Do you get like money back later? I mean, how's that? You own a biscuit, Morse. You get a biscuit. You own a biscuit. Is it like a pog? I mean, is it... <laughs> a lot of these <laughs> things are pog? artwork, right? A lot of them are digital artwork. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know if they're doing something with the physical album, like you can, I don't know, have some kind of artwork that's only that you can have. Only one person can have this artwork, and I don't know. That's mm-hmm. appealing, I guess, in some kind of ways. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I don't owner, know. Yeah, ownership is weird. I mean, th- I've I've got some weird stuff. Some I've got some weird, strange little knickknacks that I kind of keep around. Too, I just they I, mean I'm something. not. I guess I'm not fully uh, uh, into the NFTs yet, to where yeah. I understand and appreciate them. I'm very ignorant in that regard. So maybe yeah, as time too. goes on and we see some stuff, and I can see what an NFT is, or maybe a friend buys one and shows me like, hey, check this out. I can do this with that, or uh, this is kind of neat. I'll be like, oh, okay, but. Right now, it just seems like a bunch of nonsense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Um, all right, so let's move on to some more stuff here. Metallica rolling out their Black Box Archival Project. Dope. It's uh, at MetallicaBlackBox.com, and it already has launched with the, uh, the Black Album Exhibition, which features a variety of items tied to that album, which is just celebrating its 30th anniversary. Apparently, they're going to live stream 10 rare shows from that era, selected by superfan and Metallica historian... Dan Nayako Lako, known as Spider Dan, also announced as part of the rollout is a ticketed live stream series. So you have to buy tickets. These are not going to be free shows, but it's all from that 1991 era of uh, around the world. You can watch a bunch of shows. Okay. So 
Cool. Uh, have you checked any of that out? Um, uh, you know, I looked into it a little bit. Um, you know, this Black Album thing that they've been pushing is... I've, I've kind of been following it here and there. You know, I, I rode my bike the very first day the, the album came out when I was uh, a freshman in high school in 1991. Yeah. And I rode my bike down there and I got the album and I listened to it that day. And I listened to it probably a million and a half times since then. <laughs> so um, it's hard for me to get really excited about all this stuff because it's like yeah. it seems like it's over again and again. And, you know, I, I understand what they're doing and they're trying to promote more and give more stuff to sell, but I'm kind of just over it, I mm -hmm. think, as far as, like, the Black Album goes. I mean, I saw a couple things here and there that came out, and I went and saw them live, and I'll give them money every time right. they come around yeah. and see them live, but it's hard for me to buy yeah. something I've seen. I've, you know, well, and even, like, stuff, a show, it seems like they should just stream these shows for free. Yeah, I, yeah. You can stream yeah. shows all day long. Why are they going to make Metallica? the fans pay for that? No, you, can, well, you, no. you, you, you can know who's actually, doing that, right? No, they have, they have, I think they have, I think Metallica does have, like, you know, a Patreon-type thing where you can have, you can watch extra footage or extra yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure right, right, yeah. Something like that already. Um, and then they're doing they also this have on top the, of that. Now, one thing I thought about doing is the vinyl. They have a vinyl club right. where you can join. I think it's $100 a you get year. Vinyl for the year. And it's limited. Only certain only yeah. a certain amount. They cap it. And it's a very low amount, too. And oh, they give yeah. You, and they give they send you yep. four vinyls a year. Oh, yeah, Chris, Jack, you were going to do that Jack White, right? Yeah, uh, I want to do that with uh, Third Man Records. Now, that's oh, yeah. worth it. I think that's worth it. Yeah. A bunch of live footage. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so, get it. Check it out. But guys, he needs the money. <laughs> the money. They need Come to pay for that retirement. Oh, that's a nice guitar. Yeah, Whoa. so check it out. The new Billy Joe Armstrong Les Paul Jr. Classic White. Oh, Very okay. simple, kind of cool. I like that Les Paul Jr. Uh, body style. That's the kind of style of guitar you can just kind of chuck around. Yeah. And just, you know what I mean? You can throw, you know, oh, play yeah. it, play it, play it. And you just, when you're done, you just get just Look at that badass case, though. I will say that that case is awesome. It's a leopard print uh, or oh, a yeah. cheetah print. All his, uh, all his ooh, guitars nice. have always had Deluxe that Deluxe leopard faux fur lined custom uh, hard shell case. That's oh, yep. pretty cool. Nice. That's. I, I'll tell you what. That, It'd be pretty that... affordable, too, being Epiphone. So I imagine it's in the $500, $600 range. You know That'd what? be seven, eight. That Epiphones blows. are probably built a little bit better than Gibson guitars. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These days. Yeah. Uh, that blows uh, Kurt Cobain's uh, model, his Fender, out of the fucking water. The Jaguar? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, that, oh, that thing was one? so was ugly. Hideous. That, yeah, what it was, was it? It was like that? cut in half and then put back together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like his Van Gogh on acid, like, gave you a guitar. It was guitar. a half-baked idea. Like, some dude on acid at the guitar shop was like, yeah, what if we just did this? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, cool, man. What if we took my three-year-old's drawing of a guitar and then... <laughs> I actually my did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. Uh, all right, That's coming it. up, record store day is right around the corner. Ooh. Uh, it's actually what on Black Friday, so it's next this coming Friday, the twenty fifth, and Aerosmith is uh, releasing some pretty cool stuff from all the way back nineteen seventy one. It's basically like their rehearsal pre band stuff. It's called 1971 The Road Starts Here, featuring the pre-fame version of the group in its Boston rehearsal space, tackling eight tunes, including early takes of the signature classics Dream On and Mama Kin. 
So it's limited to only 10,000 vinyl copies and 2,000 cassettes, and it's coming out this Friday. So okay. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. and there's some look at like reefer headed woman walking the dog, rehearsal room, major Barbara, and so those are tracks I've never heard from Aerosmith. That it would be cool to even just hear that, and it's just like a raw recording. It was apparently recorded on like Joe Perry's fucking four track recorder or whatever. So it's at like the time. their version of uh, of uh, well, their demo tape. Their or... demo tape. It's basically their demo tape. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's it says just the band, crew, and friends captured on Joe Perry's tape recorder. Okay. This never before before heard performance showcases early raw talent. A future Hall of Fame band one year before signing to Columbia Records and two years before their first album. So wow. okay, that's pretty cool, and nice. that's uh, coming out on Record Store Day. So definitely one to pick up uh, if you're an Aerosmith fan. Lalo, a reefer-headed woman. I know. I saw. I, I, I I'm very like, interested by that. Yeah, <laughs> that just kind of stared at old, it. Old-sounding <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, big time. Woman. Reefer madness. Yep. And the cover for that is going to be Joe Perry's face, like two two inches away from somebody else's face, <laughs> which is what he Close always seems talking to, Joe Perry, which is what he always seems to do when he plays on stage. He's got to put his face right up to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's like the '70s '80s guitar player thing to do is I guess get so. Real close to one of your other musicians, <laughs> put your face like right there. Like almost make out. Yeah, like only exactly, <laughs> and then you sing. You sing the lyrics to the songs to each other while your lips are like <laughs> right next to each other. Your vodka and cocaine smelling face. <laughs> Speaking of that, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Segway. Great segue into Marilyn Manson apparently being accused of locking women in a soundproof room. Oh now. my god! There's uh, apparently Jesus he has a small Christ. soundproof room in his West Hollywood apartment to punish women for being bad. A group of women spoke on the record to Rolling Stone, claiming that Manson had a small soundproof booth in the apartment where he would lock his girlfriends for hours, and it was referred to as the bad girls room. Mm, cool. Manson's former assistant said it was common knowledge that the room existed but also said he never saw any women locked inside. Dude, that is about as cringy Isn't as the new Kid Rock song. Crazy. But you know what, though? We're talking about Marilyn Manson here. Look at... <laughs> yeah. Look at... Yeah, look at his face. The, look at the image he's portrayed. Wouldn't you expect some kind of behavior like that? That, that just kind of goes right along with exactly the person he portrayed an image. That's true. And he's the same guy. That's true. Yeah, he's always had mm-hmm. that creepy, twisted... Yeah, I like just don't think it, kind of the crazy. details came out until now. We all yeah. knew he was a, a fucking creepy guy, and he probably got like a Buffalo Bill type situation. I mean, he legit. At his house. He, he had a whole bunch of goth girls that were all in love with him. Probably <laughs> came to his house. Yeah, and they all freaked out and loved him. They probably let him pee on him and do <laughs> yeah. all sorts of stuff. I'm not surprised, and I'm, you know, he probably tucked it in and said, "I think you know." I struck me. It's just, yeah, I, 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 it seems like if I, I would have expected that going to his house, you know, myself. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, kind yeah. of expected to see something like that. Yeah, so it's like if somebody, I'm not really yeah. surprised, you know. Yeah, yeah I guess it's just, sense. it's grabbing headlines now because it's all coming out in court. So all yeah. this stuff's like being aired out in court. So now it's being like, oh my God, he had like a rape room, you know, yeah. Jesus Christ. This yeah. guy is pretty wild. Oh, man. So we'll see what's happening with all this stuff. Uh, you know, it's not looking good. These types of details are coming out. Yeah. I could say, you know. Yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense, Morris, because if you if you were to tell me That's that Kanye, 
if you were to tell me that that Kanye Kanye West like bays in a fifty in a fifty cubic feet uh, bath of nothing but Twix, <laughs> I would say okay. Yeah, you I get believe it. it. Yeah, I get it. He just dives into it like Scrooge McDuck. And, 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 and Marilyn Manson's got a you know a room where he walks torture women up, yeah. a torture room, which <laughs> yeah. is I mean, well, it's, it's Marilyn Manson. You're right. It's Marilyn yeah. Manson. You're right. Yeah. And you know, like Tommy Chong's got a fucking room where he just smokes a bunch of weed. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. As a girlfriend of Tommy Chong, he's got a weed smoking room <laughs> yeah. where he's got bongs, bongs to the ceiling. Get out of here. Everywhere. What? You mean that was. That wasn't just a, I a show. I mean, he no, really yeah, does that in real just, life. Yeah, I oh thought it was just a character. <laughs> I couldn't believe he actually smoked that much weed. Oh my god! Get the fuck out Shenanigans. Of here. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to some positive advice. Randy Blythe from Lamb of God definitely knows uh, what it's like uh, to not keep a crowd under control and unfortunately have to pay the price for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember this. I followed yeah. this pretty closely when it happened. So, Randy Blythe, who's the lead singer from Lamb of God, he spent five weeks in a Czechoslovakian prison nearly a decade ago after he was arrested and charged with manslaughter for allegedly pushing a 19-year-old fan off the stage at a show. He has some advice for Travis Scott in this whole thing. So I thought this was probably the best... Um, in terms of like somebody who's actually lived through this type of a deal in a way, yeah, uh, he knows what he's talking about. And Randy Blythe isn't just like you know blowing smoke he's, up their ass. Or he's whatever. a seasoned musician. He's been out there in the scene, and he knows what it's like. So he yeah. says, "Quote: uh, In the light of the deaths at Astroworld Fest in Houston, I'm posting some practical info. You guys, uh, uh, side note, real quick, you should check out his post on his Instagram because it's very detailed, and he gives like this really cool list of all this cool stuff." This is kind of a summary of that. So he says, I will not, oh, excuse me, I will not proactively uh, armchair quarterback the whole Astro World thing. Suffice to say, a lot of shit went wrong in many ways. However, I believe the buck ultimately stops with the person holding the mic. Anyone who knows my story knows that I have a very sad personal experience with not stopping an out of control show. Mm. It's something I will carry with me to my grave. Being a spokesperson for safer shows, is both my responsibility as a good man and the fulfillment of a face-to-face promise I made to the family of a dead fan. Mm. His advice Ouch. to audience members is to alert the band to a problem by either holding your arms in an X above your head or to make the timeout signal because yelling and waving will go unnoticed. In addition, he asks that everyone attending a performance be aware enough to pick someone up if they fall down. Oh, Corey Taylor's been screaming at fans lately to do that very same thing. There's a lot of so, videos circulating around. I like oh, yeah. that idea of doing yeah. like the X over the head because that kind of stands out from what you, uh, you yeah. know, like, uh, hey, hey guys, knock yeah. it off, you know. Right, like chill something's out. bad. Yeah. So I kind of like that idea. So maybe we can all, you know, start adopting that in a, a sense of trying to help each other out when we see that kind of thing going on. And also, he made the point that in the heavy metal community, it's always been a thing to help people back up. Oh, yeah. In yep. The minute somebody yep. falls down in a pit, the first everybody's got a hand out reaching for the guy right. that's oh, on yeah. the ground already. Yeah. It's, I, it's instant. I don't, I don't mean to like pigeonhole that or separate genres here, but I think that's maybe something that that's, they, that's the rules. they yeah. need to work on in that's their just the rules at a community. Yeah. And come for to those a concert. style of concerts because yeah. with heavy metal community, we're all about picking each other back up. It's part of the fun. Yep. Not like, screw you, this is the Walmart Black Friday, <laughs> like I'm getting to my spot in line, you know, or some yeah. kind of attitude well, like that, you know? Yeah. 
uh, where it seems like this type of atmosphere almost turned into. But anyway, yeah. you know, I don't want to d- dwell too much on that. Check out Randy Blythe's post for more info on Do it. it. I thought Do it was it. a good post. Uh, so birthdays. We got some <gasps> birthdays, trivia, a couple stories to get to here. Uh, Charles, take it away. Who do we who do we got this week for rock birthdays? Oh, nice. Uh, Martin Barr, guitarist, Jethro Tull, seventy five. Not disputed. It's not disputed. And then we got oh my gosh, Morris's personal favorite, Lalo's personal favorite. Come on, everybody, bring them down. Chad Ned Kroger, Kroger. <laughs> musician, Nickelback, Nickelback. <laughs> 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 47 years old. Look at this picture. Uh, yeah. Look at this photograph. Every time I see it makes me laugh. I'm 47 years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he's actually not that much older than me, so I can't I can't say anything about his age, but <laughs> Chad Kroger, you are an interesting character, my friend. Uh, he's, he's, ma- he's married to Avril Lavigne. Oh, not anymore. Oh wait, no. What? Oh, they split up. Yeah, oh, they, did? they split up. He's yeah, I, and you know, for him. She's aged really well. She has a new oh, album she looks out. Great. Oh yeah, she's aged I, really I well. I took my daughter to see her about a year ago. Or no, really, just before COVID. Maybe a year. Maybe a year before COVID. Oh yeah, and she was great in concert. Oh yeah, that lady. Lady hasn't aged a day in twenty years. <laughs> um, Kirk Hammett, lead guitarist, Metallica. Ugh. You know, Metallica is the only word. That James Hetfield doesn't say without a rah at the end because uh, you literally can't do it. You can't go Metallica rah. You can't do it. It doesn't work. Uh, he's 59. Uh, nice. Kirk Hammett's awesome. Uh, Jared Followill, guitarist, <laughs> pianist. Kick. Followill. Sounds um, like uh, yeah. he's, he follows he's from Will. the Shire, Lord of the Rings. Jared Followill. What? Have you seen Jared? No, he's following Will. What? What's your name, boy? Uh, Jared. Jared Followill. <laughs> Uh, guitarist, pianist, uh, Kings of Leon, 35. That's how he talks to you. They don't let him sing in the band because they're like, we'll sing. Uh, all he does is clap and say, hey, hey. Um, Matt Sorum, musician, formerly of Guns N' Roses and now of Velvet Revolver, 61. Okay, cool. And then uh, Joe Walsh, all right. Singer, guitarist, uh, the James Gang and the Eagles, uh, 74. Okay, lo- love me some Joe Walsh. That's yeah. right. Yeah, birthday nice. Joe. Happy He's birthday, Joe. Some, some Joe Walsh. and Kirk are, are my favorite uh, people on this list right now. Chad Kroger um, can walk off a cliff. Some good birthdays, though, this week. You go celebrate. I just hate your music so much. I know you're a big fan of the show, Chad. Huge fan. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Kids, 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 kids. Do you like corn? Do you like camp? Are you tired of the same boring routine in that dull Midwestern opiate-infested farm town? Punching walls in the arms of your friends and moshing in your stepdad basement like a freak? Are you a freak? You're a freak! Then head down to our kids' camp in sunny Bakersfield, California, where we've remodeled 40 acres of shitty asphalt, old dollar stores, and tire shops into an Iowan-style corn maze and campground just for you, freak! Two weeks of 10 hour a day camp courses brought to you by our favorite new metal group, Corn, Corn, Corn. Each day is jam packed with individual lessons from these grindy, whiny, screaming giants of rock, including Wednesday to Sunday, four hour nightly sessions on head bandana folding straight from bassist Reginald Fieldy Arvizu, a daily two hour nature walk spotting both alive and dead ground squirrels with James Monkey Schaefer on the side of California's infamous Interstate 5. Yeah! 
an incredible three-hour-long daily lesson with frontman Jonathan Spunky Davis on how to effectively ruin a hard-ass song with a 30-second interlude of whiny voice and out-of-sync instruments. And as a special treat, former band member Brian Head Welch personally crawls under the blankets by your feet to wake you at 4 a.m. with fervent prayer whispers, then leads you to a wet spot in a lawn where he anoints you with the soot in the name of evangelical Jesus Christ. Brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That's pretty disturbing. Bless, 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 bless. Hour of Power by 10-time Academy Award nominee and Moon Children of Bulganathon cult veteran, Tildy Sweeney-Doo. My God! Bedtime loudspeaker reading of Maze for the Gods, unearthing the 9,000-year-old history of corn, and much, much, much more! So tell your parents to get online now, you freak! Wow, corn camp sounds so cool! They better fucking bust out that almost maxed out credit card and visit www.corncampwithallks.com and bust a load of 2K on the best damn three weeks of your life at Corn Camp! Corn Camp! Corn Camp! Not an officially licensed product. Corn Camp not legally tied to ban corn. Special taxes and rates may apply. Not available to residents in the state of Wisconsin or to Fred Durst or any Limp Biscuit affiliates. All rights reserved. Rocknewsweekly.com. Trivia this week, 1969. This week, this lead singer, guys, is arrested in Tampa, Florida on charges of using vulgar and indecent language while performing. According to witnesses, the incident started when a policeman with a bullhorn ordered people in the audience to sit down and they responded, Hey, don't fuck with those people. When the police backstage instructed them to tell the audience to take their seats, they replied, I'm not telling them shit. Oh, my God. Who, who was the lead singer that got arrested that night? Was it A, Janis Joplin, B, Jim Morrison, C, Jerry Garcia, or is. D, A, Doka, yeah, there we go. fueled David Crosby? <laughs> was the wild card it's answer. Not, it has to be D. It has this to, has to be D. Uh, yeah, it's a trick saying? question. It's got to be a trick it's, question. <laughs> what do you think, Lalo? You first. Okay, first I'd like to say uh, shout out my mom. i got to slide one of those in at some point. Um, but... <laughs> This so, you, should I say your should I say your mom at some <laughs> point during the, would that would that be a shout out? Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. Okay, this is just screaming David Crosby. Isn't I'm, it? I'm pretty sure 90 percent of incidents Crosby. in Florida are David Crosby like caused. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with D. David okay. David Crosby. All right. Mm. All right. Uh, I so I. Uh, like I have this feeling that it might be Janis Joplin, just because I think you're throwing us off a little bit here, but because it just it fits so well <laughs> with a coke fueled David Crosby. Did you know, by the way, I just said this to uh, to Lalo and his Thea Demi um, yesterday that um, that I have a giant uh, twenty inch tattoo on my chest of a of a <laughs> naked David Crosby. Um, cuddling a naked Wilford Brimley. Wow. And they're, and they're, they're both gr- mustaches. Up. They're just greased up. Together. Diabetes. Yeah, just greased up, <laughs> hugging each other. They're, they're walrus-esque <laughs> mustaches just touching each other with Brist- like a bristling each, each other. Each other. <laughs> That's on my chest, and I'll never I'll never regret that tattoo. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go with D, a, a coke fueled David Crosby. Okay, all right. Chris? Um, or, uh, only because Morris. I knew already knew this already. 
It's Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison? Yeah. Oh, Morris knows Morrison. It was actually Janis Joplin oh, on this specific oh. incident. Yeah. Oh, I should have gone with my first, wow. my first yeah, guess. That was actually so here's, uh, here's my the story. Mind is blown. Janis Joplin was arrested, Tampa, Florida, charges of using vulgar and indecent language while performing. According to witnesses, the incident started when a policeman with a bullhorn ordered people in the audience to sit down, and Janis Joplin responded, Hey, mister, what are you so uptight about? Did you buy a $5 ticket when police backstage instructed... Joplin to tell the audience to take their seats. She replied, I'm not telling them shit. After being arrested in her dressing room, Joplin is released on a $504 bond. All charges are eventually dropped. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, nice. Jo Joplin, Janice Joplin's awesome. She's such an awesome. Good for Janice. She's, she's so yeah. awesome. You can't, you can't make somebody say something that right? they don't want to yeah. say. I'm not telling she's them shit. She's so awesome. Uh, all right. This is a kind of a week of uh, crazy lead singers because on this week in 1993... The lead singer of this band is arrested and booked for disturbing the peace and public drunkenness in New Orleans after he and Chicago White Sox pitcher Jack McDowell get into a barroom <laughs> brawl with a waiter in 1993. This is just screaming. The lead singer of this band, was it A, Huey Lewis and the News, mm. B, Pearl Jam, C, Guns N' Roses, or D, David Crosby's coked-out maniacal metal mayhem. Ooh, I love that stage deep, of his life. deep-cut band that he was in in the 90s. Yep. Uh, only put out in... Metal, it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Put out yeah. an EP, didn't go anywhere. That part. Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You, don't look for it. It's not there anymore. Oh. You can't find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it, it's like when he was going through his murder face <laughs> phase. <laughs> if you guys know the, the show Metalocalypse, yeah. you know Murder Face. That, that look, he looks just like David Crosby during that particular time. It's a rough time. Yeah, it's a rough time. It's a rough time. So what do you, mm. what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, Lalo, you want to kick us off here? Oh man, okay. I'm probably gonna go with Guns N' Roses just for the sake of variety. I always pick David Crosby. Yeah, yeah I can imagine Axl Rose Axel fighting Rose, a waiter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Guns N' Roses. Rose. All right. What do you think, Charles? Hey, you know, what? normally I would go with David Crosby's coked out maniacal metal mayhem. I love that name, by the way. Um, that was an awesome phase in his life, uh, but I, I think I'm gonna go with Axl Rose too. I think I think I'm gonna go yeah, with Axl Rose. I, I'm feeling the Axl because oh, Axl, Axl Rose. was pretty active back in the '90s, and in, 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 uh, he yeah. he got into bar, Fly he got into bathroom brawls yeah. and stuff. That was totally Axl. Well, you guys yeah. should have looked at the at the the hint here for Chicago because oh, Huey Lewis, then nope, uh, nope. Pearl, Pearl Jam uh, lead singer Eddie Vedder is a huge Chicago Eddie Cubs Vedder. fan. He's oh, a very man. very big Chicago Cubs fan. And apparently him and Chicago White Sox pitcher, they're rivals to the Chicago Cubs. Oh, uh, man. The Chicago White Sox are the rivals. So apparently they met up in a bar and they uh, some some words were exchanged. They got into a barroom brawl and uh, Eddie Vedder was released on a $600 bail. You know Wait, what? Okay. I, I remember I remember I remember this now. This is this is the night that Eddie Vedder um, hooked up with the <laughs> with the infamous Academy Award winning um, Tildy Sweenadu. And they, they, they no, no kidding. Is, yeah, and this is when they conceived Betty Getty Vetter. Wow. Yeah, this is the night that they it was conceived that night. Betty Getty Vetter. Yeah. yeah, it was conceived out Can of you rage. Slow, say that slowly, please. Be <laughs> Betty, Betty Getty Vetter. Betty Getty Vetter and the Betty Getty Vetter and the Flim Flam Man. That's, this is the night that they did it, and you know what? Uh, you know, while while you were home, uh, while you were at home, any any um, relation to Getty Lee? Uh, yeah, Betty Getty, Betty Getty Vetter. That's where she got her name. <laughs> Betty Getty Vetter. <laughs> named after <laughs> Betty Lee. Actually. Yep. This is the, this is, Fun this fact. Is, this is the beginning of the movie, The Flim Flam Man. That's right. This Betty is, Getty Vetter and The Flim Flam Man. Is, is based off of this drunken brawl yep. with Pearl Jam lead singer Eddie Vetter. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Love it. So there you go.
Uh, movie TV entertainment news. Check it out. Mel Gibson is planning to direct and star in Lethal Weapon 5. Ooh, is it going to be as good as... um The It's Always Sunny rendition oh. with Glenn Howard oh, and yeah, Rob McElhinney. Uh, yeah. What was that? Uh, the Thunder Gun Express? <laughs> the yeah. Thunder Gun Express? No, they actually had a whole episode where they recreated... Lethal they made Weapon their own five. Lethal yeah, Weapon no, movie. that's right. Yeah. yeah, and they had the blackface. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's Mac was in Heavy amounts of blackface. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mac played Danny Glover. Yeah, Mac played Murtaugh. That was so bad, dude. It was coming off in the rain. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Sunny yeah. Philadelphia, dude. It's so, so good, dude. Okay, Metal, Mel Gibson. I, yeah, you know what? So the, he hopes that Danny Glover will be back as Roger Murtaugh. If, if Danny Glover's back, Mel Gibson's in it, and he's directing it, I'll definitely see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sounds pretty Is good. Is Danny Glover still alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's Richard Donner, movies. who was the original director, well, he, died. he passed away just yeah. this year. Mm. And so now Mel Gibson is taking over. Uh, his directorial stuff because he passed away. Richard so. Donner is the original director yeah. of Superman. Yeah, a lot and, of awesome And movies. he he was going to do Superman too, but he got fired. But then later on, he was asked by the studio to go ahead and redirect and put together put uh, or a mix mix or mix down the movie or whatever you call it, edit the movie. Mm. And so there's a, there's a Richard Donner version of Superman too, which is actually. In my opinion, better than Superman one. Sorry, oh, I went wow. off on. No, I, love, cool. I went I off Superman on a tangent, too. but like, no, that's I know, cool. I know no. bad about Tip Richard Donner. Tip of the hat Donner, to Richard so. Donner, man. Oh yeah. You know what? I love Richard Donner, and I hope you know what? I hope Richard Donner that right now you're up in the sky having a big, big party, uh, a Donner party. Donner, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Lots to eat. What's Lots what? to eat there at the Donner party. All right, uh, Reno nine one one. Check it out. This is a great segue. Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon. Oh, that's great. Is going to be premiering yes. on Paramount Plus. <laughs> oh, I love the it. Original, yes. The whole original cast from Reno 911, they're all back. And apparently they're, they get stuck at a QAnon oh convention at oh. sea yes. on a boat. Yes. So it's called The Hunt for QAnon. Oh, that's I can't wait. Great. I imagine you... it's based off The Hunt for Red October, maybe, because they're on the water or something, like they're trapped in a boat or trapped in a... I don't know. Oh, I can't wait. That sounds hilarious. So uh, that's coming out December 23rd have on you Paramount guys, Plus. Have you guys seen the Tacoma FD? No, no. but it looks... It's got, a, it's got it has, some funny people in there. It has... Um... The dude from Super Troopers so is in a couple there? Of, a couple of people from on? Super Troopers. What are they, what are they streaming oh, now? Oh, I can't remember, but I have it. <laughs> and I, I have a bunch like, of them, though. Maybe Netflix? It's like an independent channel, right? Like one of those oh, new-ish, okay. right? I'm not sure. I think they might have it on... Um, it might be on Netflix. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, but it's, I heard about it's it. worth checking yeah, out. It's okay. hilarious. Cool. It's in yeah. the same along the same lines as, as Reno 911 and, nice. and that kind of thing. So, I love that. Uh, Hulu has just dropped the trailer for Pam and Tommy. That looks good. Uh, the, did you see the trailer? It starts yeah. off with Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman yep. watching the sex tape, watching Pam and Tommy's yeah. sex tape, and they're it, like, "Hey, check this out." Yeah, yeah it looks it, the, the the trailer <laughs> looks good for the, and it's a series. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole. I thought you're right, and uh, when we were talking about it earlier, I thought it was just gonna be like a movie, like a yeah. documentary, but apparently it's a series, like a ten episode. Is, series. is Machine Gun Kelly playing Tommy Lee? No, it's no. Sebastian Stan. Thank yeah, God. that guy's awesome. I he, guess he yeah. looks he looks really similar to him he too. plays bucky in captain america the sebastian oh. stan the winter oh. soldier yeah, yeah 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 okay so yeah, that's who's playing tommy lee yeah it's gonna be good i, I think it's gonna uh, it's I'm, coming I'm, out I'm, i want to see it february 2nd 
uh, next year. So there you go. I honestly, to tell you the truth, like I watched that tape when it when it kind of came out. Like everyone was kind of watching it. I actually thought it was pretty boring. Like I know that oh, it was the, sensational. The sex tape? No, yeah, yeah it was just it was pretty boring. Honestly, it was like a home video yeah. of, and a very poorly shot one. Yeah, and uh, not yeah, not not very interesting. Yeah. So today, Sanders, it's really mild. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's time. true. Big time. Um, all right, this is kind of cool. For the first time ever, I don't know why it's taken fucking 20 years nearly, but Apple will finally let customers fix their own phones. Yes. So uh, all the new ones for iPhone 12, 13, and above now, you're going to be able to repair them yourself. You can repair the phone's display, the battery, and the camera. Customers until now have had to take it to the stupid Apple store, Yeah. right, which is are our they, closest Are they going to make it to where you can take it apart? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Apparently you can. And they, they say that... They don't recommend it for like the average Joe, but they say if you're technically savvy and you kind of have an inclination, you know what you're doing. Uh, they're gonna uh, give you guys. It says 200 access to 200 parts and and the necessary tools. Cool. And oh. it's called self service repair, and that's it will cool. begin next year. So. Nice. I think that's good. It's a good start. You know. Yeah, it's a big step for Apple because they. That's one of been the major drawbacks is that they force people to go to their stores and they don't give them access to any of their parts. Yeah. And they charge ridiculous amounts for them, you know? And they make them sign a contract to turn them into a human centipede. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. in the fine print. That's <laughs> yeah. on that Apple agreement. Yeah. When you uh, yeah. sign yeah. up for iTunes, you don't, you don't notice that. Mm -hmm. You sell your soul to Wagon Fun. Was a great next one. thing. <laughs> was a great one. The next thing, you know, you're praying out in the forest. Yeah. With a little Blair Witch, uh, you know, dream catcher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where, where did I, how did I get here? Yeah. How, yeah, all you just clicked agree and continue. Yeah, with the yeah the video was Tilda Sweeney do the five times <laughs> no Academy kidding. Award. You don't uh, say nominated actress. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, all right, Seven Eleven for the bachelors, guys. Seven <laughs> Eleven. If you are planning on being alone this Thanksgiving, they have introduced the new Thanksgiving turkey sub that you can buy at Seven Eleven now. That is turkey, sharp white cheddar cheese, cranberry mayo on 7-Eleven's new sig signature stuffing-flavored roll. Ooh, wow. This actually sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Let's, hey, let's, uh, let's, I, I got somebody who wants to say something. Let's bring in uh, our 14-year-old friend, Chad, here. And, yeah. Mom, buy me that fucking 7-Eleven new Thanksgiving turkey sub. Turkey sub. I like a turkey sub, Mom. <laughs> Give me the turkey sub. Wow, it's really popular. <laughs> The, the young, hot young, younger demographic. <laughs> <laughs> somebody get that kid out of here. That, somebody get that kid out of here. Oh, he wants his food. You can fuck off. Get rock news weekly. Go clean out your braces. <laughs> get out of here, Chad. Nobody likes you, Chad. Well, thanks, Chad. Yeah, that was great. Um, all right, so this is kind of crazy. Apartment complex is using DNA tracing to link dogs' poop that isn't picked up to the owners. Ooh, I love this. Uh, they, they hold them accountable. So here's the deal. It's a, a luxury apartment complex in St. Louis. If they leave behind their poop, the complex – so here's the deal. Complex provides um, – the, the dog owners got to take a cheek swab of their dog. So when you register at the apartment and you have a dog – you have to take a cheek swab of your dog, mm. and then they send it off to get the DNA of your dog, right? And then, if you don't abide by their rules and pick up your dog poop, they can take that piece of poop for sampling and find out that it was traced to your dog's DNA they can and do this. fine you. They can do this, but they can't find out who killed Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can do this, right? but... 
Yes, it says the dog's DNA will be registered in this database. It's called a company called Poop Prints. Okay. Wow. And if the dog poop is ever left behind on the complex property, they can collect a sample, send it to the lab to find a match. I need this. If those people want to live in that apartment complex and pay the absorbent amount of money that it costs for that, that's true. Probably like a seventy thousand dollar a year like subscription. They got to split. Fine, but maybe. Might be better to go find place some, some other <laughs> place other to place. live. There's a guy. That's ridiculous. There's a guy who lives near us. He's one of my neighbors that lives like on, like near us, like the street down or something. And one day he came up and he just letting his dog like shit in our lawn. And my mother in law was like, <laughs> she was there and she's like, "Excuse you, you gonna pick that up? You know, she's awesome, she's awesome, awesome person." <laughs> and then I guess he did, and he walked away. And then the next day we like opened up the door and there was just like steaming piles of dog shit like on our front oh. on our front walkway in front of our door and wow. I was like that that's Ugh. great wow yeah so i was telling i was telling a day show i was going to grab the hose every if i see him again i'm just going to grab the hose and spray him <laughs> <laughs> like that scene in fight club you know where they just sprays the priest yeah what do you think about that lalo that'd be very fun or we could get those you know that little pellet gun that's not going to hurt anybody it's just like the little plastic one but yeah yeah, for the guy, right? Not for the dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy. It's not the dog's fault, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Leave the dog out of it. Peter is a big fan of this of uh, Rock News Weekly. Oh, huge fan. Peter would do worse. Well, I'm a fan of dogs, yeah. so Peter would I'm, go I'm after there, the, I'm dog. There, the dog, right? <laughs> All right, well, check this out. We'll end the episode on some good news here. The, uh, another reason why you may want to get a ring camera. This was kind of cool. A random jogger in California ended up saving a family's pets and home while they were on vacation in their ring camera. The Polito family were out of town. They noticed someone was ringing their ring camera. And he said, I saw him running back and forth. Okay, this, so this is the person uh, from the house. So I answered it and he said, hello, do you see there's smoke coming out of the top of your house? That's when oh, she shit. heard smoke alarms Whoa. going off. So she gave the mystery man the code to get inside to rescue their pets. Two dogs, a rabbit, and a cat. If the jogger wasn't there, the Politos would have lost everything, and the animals would have likely died. The fire department said ten more minutes, and the house would have been gone. So yeah. if that jogger didn't stop by and do that on the ring camera and give him the code and do all that, I mean, ten minutes later they would have lost everything. That's holy, a hero right holy there. Shit, we just, you know, we just armed a lot of robbers with an idea to like rob yeah. people's houses because yeah. all they got to do is do like a fake alarm in the back. Oh my god, we, here's the yeah, code. Do you know? Yeah, do you not see the smoke coming out of your house? Like, oh my god, thank you. Oh just my go god, inside. here's the code for my house. Please oh my god, thank me. you for getting my TV yeah. and all my stuff. <laughs> they come back home and all their stuff is gone and their pets. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. Uh, any, okay, so I know that we have a strong burglar audience. Oh, huge burglar there. community. Lots of burglars Huge out burglar there. following, um, yes. <laughs> so I want you to do me a favor. Um, go get, um, go rob Chad's house. Go rob Chad's house. <laughs> yeah, use that. He's a prick. Use that. He robs Chad's house. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check out our photos, subscribe, all that good stuff, rocknewsweekly.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace.